Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, beautiful person, and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because I actually planned it on the airplane when I was coming back from a trip to the Midwest where I'm from. I went to a friend's wedding this past weekend and got to spend some time with my friends who I grew up with and uh, celebrate a love and marriage and I took my mom as my plus one so I got to spend a lot of time with her and it was a really wholesome, fun, sweet little time. And, you know, being on the airplane, you don't really have Wi-Fi, or at least I didn't. I didn't pay for the Wi-Fi, so I usually spend that time either sleeping, reading, or, um, you know, doing stuff that I would do off of the internet, like planning podcasts. So I spent a lot of time just thinking up in the air, up in the sky, about what I wanted to talk about this week, and I really wanted to talk about wellness things that I really enjoy and wellness things that I really don't enjoy. Now, these are personal opinions, so not anything that, um, I don't know, not nothing that is, you don't have to agree with me on any of these is what I'm trying to say. But um, yeah, let's get into it. I don't really feel like there's much of a introduction to this one. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So let's go right into it. Let's start with my wellness loves, things I really am enjoying lately. By the way, actually, there is a little bit of an intro. When it comes to wellness, I love wellness. I love the wellness world, the wellness realm. I love wellness on social media in real life. I live in Los Angeles where there's a very prevalent wellness scene. So I love it. And there are definitely things about it that I don't enjoy. So my philosophy on wellness is that what is your intention behind it? What, um, how, how do you go about it? Are you doing it from a place of self-love or from a place of self-hate? Are you doing it out of comparison or are you doing it out of genuine internal like guidance and validation? So my philosophy and like something I really try and do on social media is to bridge the gap between the wellness world and then the, I guess, sort of recovery world um, where I don't think there's a lot of paths that cross in that regard. So anyways, that's really important to me and that's kind of what this episode hopefully is about and maybe you can be inspired. So let's start with the loves, wellness loves. Number one, minerals. I have been obsessed with adding minerals into my water. I'm currently using minerals from Zuma Nutrition, but I mean, you can buy trace minerals. I think Saqqara has some minerals that I've tried. Tons of different um, minerals. I'm actually also been using Symbiotica's Shilajit, which is a resin um, that's found in the Himalayan mountains and you can look it up. It's a really fascinating, really beautiful. It's kind of like a black sticky substance and I add it to my water in the morning. So I've really been enjoying that and it's very rich in minerals. That's why I consume it. The taste is interesting. It's kind of like a smoky taste. It gives me, um, what's the tequila that's smoky? Uh, What is that called? 
Why can't I think of it? Oh my gosh, that's so annoying when you have something on the tip of your tongue. Oh, I bet you all are thinking of it right now and I'm just stumped right here. I'm gonna think of it at some point. Mezcal, oh my gosh, thank goodness I thought of that. That was gonna drive me nuts. Okay, anywho, minerals are amazing. They are, they are the spark plugs to a lot of enzymes in your body, um, um, functions in your body. They're just so crucial to like every function of our body and they're very hydrating and I just find that when I consume minerals I feel like I'm more hydrated and um, I just feel like I'm doing something good for my body so we need all of these things we need a lot of minerals to do things and it's just a little add-on that you can do if you feel like it number two wellness love blood sugar regulation. Focusing on keeping my blood sugar stable, balanced, regulated. I do this by eating every three to four hours, depending on how much movement I'm doing, how hungry I am, the time of the month I'm in. I really listen to my body, but um, I really find that it's very important for me and for my hormonal health to really make sure my blood sugar stays regulated and stays balanced. I I feel like when I'm extra stressed, my blood sugar is dysregulated. Um, and then, you know, or if I, don't, for whatever reason, don't eat, which is not something I really do, but if for whatever reason I can't eat or I don't eat, um, my blood sugar crashes. It's a terrible feeling, A, because it literally brings me back to a place when I was really ill and it feels slightly traumatic but also um it's just it wrecks my sleep it wrecks my hormones so blood sugar regulation is key and it's something that if you're not used to doing like i think that we can often kind of ignore the signs that our blood sugar is running low um so once you kind of once i started to kind of wake up and feel like what it felt like to really be balanced and not let my body gets shaky and sweaty and you know dysregulated then I was like oh this feels a lot better I have more energy more stable energy throughout the day and I sleep a lot better at night so that's number two number three wellness love probiotic rich foods mm-hmm. kimchi kefir uh, sauerkraut um, yogurt there's more. <laughs> There's um, kombucha is one, uh, miso soup, tempeh is fermented, um, soybeans, that's probiotic rich. Anything that has probiotics naturally, probiotic rich foods, I've been loving for years and years really. Giving yourself probiotic rich foods is a really beautiful gift, I think, to yourself. Instead of taking a lot of probiotics. I'm not against taking probiotics. I t I'm taking one right now. I kind of go in and out of taking probiotics. But in general, I would say probiotic-rich foods, I think it's a really beautiful way to get those probiotics in because it's naturally found in this earth. And I think a lot of my audience has probably had a history of having a bad relationship with food. So if we can kind of like see how beneficial food is and like for example having these amazing naturally rich probiotic foods we can realize that food has what we need and we have what we need here on this earth so i love consuming probiotic rich foods because they're bioavailable probiotics and i think it can just 
boost our food philosophy and at least it makes me appreciate food so much more when I know how healing it is for me and my gut. Okay, four, wellness love, bone broth. I've been loving bone broth, especially while I'm cooking lunch or dinner or before lunch or dinner or with lunch or dinner. I try and have a cup of it a day. Sometimes I'll go like a couple weeks without doing it and I'll be like, oh yeah, (laughs) I like this. Um, But then when I'm on it, I love it. It's just warming. It's healing. It's got so many amino acids. It's got collagen in it. It's um, healing for the gut. It's, It's just a it's, it's an amazing source, again, of minerals as well and protein. Um, and I again, this is kind of like the probiotic rich foods is that eating, you know, bone broth is made from bones. And traditionally, people would, you know, eat nose to tail. They would eat the whole animal and they would simmer the bones. And nowadays, it's not as common. I don't think a lot of people eat bone broth, especially in America. Um, oh my gosh, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite dishes is pho which is vietnamese and and they use bone broth and it's so so good and i just feel like anytime i'm under the weather i love to get pho or have some bone broth but honestly just having it every day even when i'm feeling great um is really good okay number five wellness love is liver um and other whole food supplements so i have been loving taking liver and in the form of a supplement, I don't love eating liver. Okay. It's not my favorite taste. In fact, I don't like it. I I dislike liver. So I have really been liking taking the supplement version of liver. It's just dried desiccated liver. But, um, and in addition to taking liver, which by the way, the reason I take it is because it's a whole food. It's literally just liver. Traditionally, I, I believe it's usually from cows. So beef liver. So I, I've been loving taking liver because it's an amazing source of vitamins that are bioavailable. Liver is one of the most nutritionally dense foods. It is has um, bioavailable vitamins and minerals like B12, vitamin A, copper, iron. It is like incredible. It is just an incredible source of nutrition it's got tons and tons of things and it's again i think and my body metabolizes it way better than synthetic vitamins which i don't even really like taking anyways and the next wellness love is lymphatic massage um i've been loving the book of lymph by uh, lisa levitt gainsley it's an amazing book that shows how you can support your lymphatic system all over your body so lymphatic massage all over my body you can do it on your legs your stomach um, your breasts uh, your shoulders your face your neck it's really amazing when you actually learn about our lymphatic system another sort of thing is just self-love massage so just trying to give yourself some love um, touching your body this isn't necessarily in a sexual way but just touching your body, showing yourself respect and love and connecting with yourself. And sometimes I also just like to kiss my arms or my knees, which sounds really, really weird when I say it out loud. It's not like I'm like making out with my (laughs) knees, but just a little, sometimes like if I'm stretching or meditating in the morning, I'll just kind of give myself a little kiss. Okay, the next bonus love number seven is tracking my cycle. I love this. I love tracking my cycle. 
I think that being in tune, this kind of new wave of, what's it called? Cycle syncing? Is that what it's called? New wave of being in tune with your um, infradian rhythm, which is your uh, menstrual cycle ovulation. So it's your follicular phase, ovulation, luteal, menstrual phase. And it's just about learning the signs that your body's giving you to indicate which time of the month, like which cycle that you're in, and then adjusting what you're doing according to that. Now, I do this pretty loosely. I'm not by any means, like to be honest, sometimes I don't even really think about it too much, Um, except for when I'm on menstrual phase or if I'm in the end of my luteal phase, then I'm thinking about it because it's it's a little bit tough then. But um, I really do find it's so empowering to track my cycle. I use the app Flow. I just use the free version. I don't use the paid version, but I know a lot of people do different ones. And if you really want to get into it, you can actually take your temperatures in the morning. You can use a basal body temperature thermometer and really understand when you ovulate. That's more for fertility awareness. But I mean, if you're kind of nerdy like me and you like to do that kind of stuff, then it's something that you can definitely do. The next wellness love is number eight, accessible meditation. I put accessible here because lately I've been meditating for literally five minutes and I listen to music and I give myself an affirmation and that's my version of meditation or I'll just listen to binaural beats and I'll try not to think about anything. And for me, doing this five minutes is like, it makes a difference and it's not 20 minutes of my day, which I just can't commit to right now. And that's the thing about meditation and a lot of you know healthy habits is I think we think that, or I used to think like, if I don't spend 20 minutes every morning and every night meditating, then I might as well not even do it at all. And in reality, five minutes of meditation has really supported me. Even if I do it once a day in the morning, five minutes, it has supported me so much. So accessible meditation is something that is a wellness love of mine. Okay, the next wellness love, number nine, is taking walks during sunrise and or sunset. Look, I don't take walks during sunrise. Okay, I take sunset walks because I'm sleeping during sunrise. Um, If you are an early bird, then that's amazing, but I'm not. So taking walks during sunset is amazing for your um, system, especially your circadian rhythm, because when our eyes and our body and our skin go outside during the sunset, there's a lot of infrared light. Infrared light signals that it's time for our bodies to go to sleep it increases melatonin and it's very healing it's a very healing light for our skin our minds it's calming and relaxing so i love walking during sunset and i think it's just a great time to reflect on the day listen to some music or listen to nothing at all and um especially in the summer you know it's like stays late pretty sorry it stays light pretty late and so i think it's a really good opportunity to just get that summer sun in okay number 10 is strength and pilates so strength training and doing pilates have been something i've been obsessed with and loving it's so empowering strength training doesn't necessarily mean like lifting super heavy although sometimes i do sometimes i do at home workouts sometimes i lift um or use my body weight so but like strength and pilates have been something i've really really been enjoying i think they're kind of 
both wellness trends and i think a lot of people think that you have to either be a strength girl or a pilates girl or whatever and i disagree i think you can do whatever you want you can do this on this day you can do that on this day you can do this on this week like who cares you can do whatever you want to do so i've been loving that and then i added number 11 i had one more because a wellness love i've been having is matcha so i've been loving having matcha um it's something i've been trying to do more than coffee especially in the afternoon if i really want to pick me up i'll have a matcha ceremonial grade respecting the process respecting the culture i don't know it's just a really really nice little treat i think and it feels good i like the way it makes my body feel and i like that it's green okay let's be real it looks good it looks pretty <laughs> okay now we're on to the wellness dislikes wellness hates Ooh, that's a strong word um but i don't like these some of these are they're not opposites of the ones i just mentioned but some of them are like kind of eh, maybe opposite or or they're kind of like a, a alternative version or so to speak so number one is overloading on greens supplements the only reason I say this is because it's a proprietary blend. You don't really know it's in them. It, like, you know it's in them, but you don't necessarily know the amounts in them. And they're expensive. And I think that if you have the money to buy green supplements, you probably have the money to buy, like, a whole food supplement. And I think that... I think that the thing I don't like about them, it's not that I'm against them. I don't think they're bad. I don't think if you're taking them, you should stop if you're, if you like it. And sometimes I take them. Sometimes I'll, I have some, so sometimes I'll take it, um, if I feel like it, but I feel like the claims on them are just so intense. So it's really the money and the claims. Okay. Number two, wellness dislike. Fasting. Not my thing. Some people like it. It's not my thing. That's okay. If it's your thing, and it feels good it's working for you but it's not my thing and i don't like how people say it's like and i feel like the fasting world it feels like life or death or something over here where if you're not you know fasting for whatever many hours a night it's like you're gonna keel over you know it's kind of like i feel like that's the language around it number three wellness dislike is expensive probiotics that don't do anything <laughs> um it's important to f find probiotics if you're going to take one that are backed by science and again really expensive sometimes and sometimes they just don't do anything so i recommend seed probiotic i've taken that one and it's good right now i'm taking the beekeepers naturals three and one complete gut health probiotic um, but i've also taken the symbiotica one as well so those are a few brands that i really enjoy i don't i don't have any affiliation with them um i just like them okay four wellness dislike chugging water we're not necessarily chugging water but people who have those huge huge water jugs um I don't hate the people who have them for me i just don't like it if i drink so 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 much water and i'm just peeing all day it doesn't make me feel good in fact i know that drinking a lot of water 
and not if you're like i'm not asking i'm not saying you know go be dehydrated drink if you're thirsty drink if you want to have water it's healthy to be hydrated but when i, I i'm I, if i drink a ton of water i'm peeing out all of my minerals that i've been consuming i'm distracted because of how much i'm peeing um and i don't think it makes me feel better and i also feel like a lot of people use water as a filler to actually eating and that's obviously a problem so those are just that's just my opinion about about water and having a lot of water five wellness dislike synthetic vitamins instead of eating um the reason i put synthetic vitamins instead of eating and not just synthetic vitamins is because i think synthetic vitamins are fine um I just think that if you're taking synthetic vitamins instead of like properly nourishing yourself or if you're hoping that they're filling in the gaps that you're not eating, obviously if you're like advised to take a synthetic vitamin, do it. Um, But I'm just saying like if you're self-prescribing or self-whatever, instead of eating, you're taking a synthetic vitamin, that's when I'd be like, hmm, maybe ask yourself some questions. Like why? Okay, number six, wellness dislike. Lymphatic massage for the only purpose of looking thinner. I love lymphatic massage. Obviously, this is like an opposite thing. Number six on my wellness loves was lymphatic massage. But lymphatic massage for the sole purpose of looking thinner, like those Instagram stories where people show their before and after and their stomach is super thin. I don't have a problem with this. I actually would love to get this service done. (laughs) Honestly, I really would. And I understand why people would show the stomach because I think it is a primary place where you can be inflamed. But I think the marketing around it is what bothers me sometimes where it's like this idea that you need to have this massage in order to like only look thinner. Um, I really enjoy people who do this service and they, okay, they show the before and after belly picture and then they describe, you know, the other benefits of it that are helpful because it's really, like I said, lymphatic system is really important. It's how our body moves things around. Um, and, but the ones that are just about looking thinner, I don't know, not my thing. Okay. Wellness dislike number seven obsessive cycle tracking with restriction so again this is the opposite of um, tracking your cycle which i said was my wellness love wellness dislike obsessive cycle tracking Mm -mm. i am this is not my thing i don't really do the seed cycling not that's actually not obsessive to me i just don't do it but um but the obsessive cycle tracking where like you are not allowed allowing yourself to do certain things um, or you feel shame or guilt. I think that's not necessary. And um, especially if you're using like cycle tracking as a means to restrict, I think if you're using it in that regard, then I would say, hmm, no, no. At least I don't think that's aligned with my values. So that's a wellness dislike. All right, we're getting through it. Number eight, wellness dislike. Number eight is impossible meditation. So accessible meditation was the first wellness love or number eight. This one is impossible meditation. Again, I just think that it's really, there's a little bit of guilt and shame talk when people can't meditate for 20, 30 minutes a day. Um, And so impossible meditation or just like inaccessible, you know, it's not 
accessible for people. Um, I think that that's, that's a no, that's a no for me. Okay. Number nine, counting steps. Uh, I just don't think it's, it's just not, um, the 10,000 steps thing. I think it's an interesting indicator and I try and get, you know, I, I walk a lot. I really do. And I probably get sometimes 10,000 steps. Maybe sometimes I get five, maybe sometimes I get 12. I don't know. Um, but I just feel like counting steps every single day obsessively isn't as healthy as some of us think. I don't know. Is it, what do you think? What do you think about counting steps? Do you think it's supportive or not supportive? I don't love it for, for me and a lot of people in my life. Um, I don't love it for me, but that's my opinion. Number 10 is rigid exercise plans. Um, again, I just, I've heard from a lot of people that they do these programs, exercise programs, and they don't feel, um, they don't feel good on them because they're not really able to like listen to their body. If you're on an exercise plan that works for you, keep going, do it. It's amazing. But, um, I've just heard from some people lately that there's some like exercise and nutrition plans that are super strict out there. Um, the 75 hard, is that the one? Is that what it's called? 75 hard? I don't actually really even know what that is, but just the, just this sound of it, like 75 hard. It sounds hard. <laughs> and I know it's supposed to sound hard. It's supposed to be a challenge. But um, I don't know. I find that like, and, and this is me, right? This is just me. I become fixated on results when I do something like that. So it's very results driven and I'm so much more trying to like be about the journey at this stage of my life. So that's why that's not really my thing. The last wellness dislike I have, number 11, is black coffee on an empty stomach as a metabolism booster. I don't need to say anything about this. Do I need to say anything about this? I just coffee is a stimulant it's powerful it rubs up your metabolism it asks a lot of you in your brain it changes your brain chemistry it's it's great to have I love it I have it every day basically but have it with some cream some sugar some milk some honey some any you know anything put something in there and have it with your meal or something because it's um, or after your meals, because it's so um, common, I feel like, for people to have black coffee, especially if they're fasting, you know, they have black coffee because it's like allowed or whatever. Um, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with black coffee. If it works for you, it works for you. But for me, it's just, it's it's too stimulating and it doesn't taste as good. <laughs> so that's my take on that. I feel weird about ending this podcast in the negative, like in the dislike section, because I'm honestly kind of a positive person, but it's okay. I'll do a little, I'll do a little challenge here, switch it up. Um, on a more positive note, I just want to say thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. It's, um, it's been my baby for so long and whether you're new here or you've been around, thank you so, so much for all your support, all your beautiful, sweet comments, reviews, ratings, uh, feedback, DMs, 
it's really cool. I feel super honored right now to have a voice in this space. And um, every single one of you helped me to make that happen. And every single one of you is obviously invested in your well-being. If you're tuning into, um, you know, content like this. Um, so good on you. And I hope that your journey is going smoothly. And if it's not, then have compassion for yourself, honor that your own suffering is real and, uh, you deserve to heal. So, uh, so thanks so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.